This is the Serious Sports Show. Also known as the Serious Sports. Only serious. Super serious. So serious. And welcome back to... The Serious Sports Show. Super Serious. Bum, 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 bum. I already heard that. Yeah, I'm they, not they're not going to do that. And I mean, I don't think you okay. can really capture oh, the majesty of our theme song um, with your voice. It's, it's abstract. It's abstract. Man. It's abstract art for music. Like, you know how, like, abstract art is a thing, right? Yeah. Why don't we have abstract art, like, for music? Like, I think freeform jazz is the jazz. closest thing we have yeah, to... Like... Abstract art, notes. and I think that was a little bit of freeform jazz. So, um, just play some notes. Start with G, play whatever you want, and then end on G. And, and good. that's it. You're you're set. Um, so this is a show, guys. Um, this is a show, and uh, we you know we were we have been away from from doing these uh, serious sports show yes. for a couple of weeks. Yeah, the life's we just a, been too a, serious. <clears throat> an outpour of emails and phone calls and texts and, just harassing uh, us to set the show just back. Just a up lot of harassment, me, so. almost criminal harassment, even. Yeah, I'd maybe even go that far. Um, we have had the cops involved a couple of times. Yeah, but, but um, we, you know, like ultimately, we just decided that I think it was best for all of us if we just we just came back. We just decided to do serious yeah. sports. So you know, um, pending lawsuits aside, uh, here we are, guys. We are. Um, we're good. We're back. This we is a back. show. Still, this is it. Still a show. Still, still a show. <clears throat> so, um, it's a serious sports show, and we got to talk serious about some sports stuff. Off the hop, it's like Golden State again. Yeah, I mean that was the, the 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 championship that wasn't supposed to happen, right? Like, um, I don't know if I've said it publicly on any of the podcasts, but have. Um, I'm pretty sure I said it was over. Um, it's been over, yeah. and um, yeah, so that's just, that's a surprise, and I honestly think they have a chance to go again. Um, I, that's what I mean. Wiggins like, was nasty down the stretch for them. Like he, I think he came second in the finals of MVP voting. Um, the offense, we know with Wiggins, is streaky, right? Um, he had one really, really good game, I think it was game six, where he carried the team. Or no, sorry, game five, uh, game five. Game five, Game five. yes. Because uh, Curry was quiet. Um, you know, they kept Curry locked down. Yeah, I think it was 0 for 9 for 3. That game. Yeah, and um, I think Wiggs had like 26, 27 points, something like that. Um, carried them. But what he has been doing, what he did uh, throughout the playoffs was just play lockdown defense on Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown. Lockdown defense, yep. Like he, Jalen Brown he was, was arguably the better player in the series. All over them, both of them. Um, yep. Mostly Tatum. Um, they had him pretty much locked in on Tatum, and I think for the most part it was uh, it was Wiggins taking Tatum and uh, Clay taking Brown. Uh, yeah. Now, here, here's here's my question with Tatum, is how or smart how or does, whoever right? Like they, they, yeah, they, whoever they have a really is. good switchable lineup in Boston. Yes. Um, they, they have a great. It reminds me a lot of like if the Raptors. I was going to say, do you think the Raptors really have had this effect on the league, where they're like, oh, we need to have everybody be able to switch. We need to have length at every position and guys that can play I, defense I think, everywhere. I think so because you're looking at 
the Raptors in the first round against Philadelphia, where Philadelphia should have swept like nothing. And the last two games, it was like, if we won game three... Yeah, it was like, way oh, closer than it should have been, right? It's Toronto. So, you, so, you, so now everyone's going, you're telling me I can have like a zero all-star lineup. Yeah. But have length and good defense and still compete. But I mean, I think so they I potentially had a one All Star lineup there. I mean, I think I think Pascal. I mean, I know what I've said about Pascal, but um, you know, he's still got to the me, talent. To me, like they didn't have a defined All like defined. My issues did, with Pascal have never been talent. It's just been it's been consistency. It's been consistency me. and cap number. Um, but like, are yes, the only issues me, I have with Pascal. I know people say, oh, an all-star is just someone who makes the all-star game. But to me, no. I mean, I Wiggins sure. was an all-star. Wiggins was an all-star starter. And down the stretch, he kind of proved that he, he should have been. But like, I still don't see him as an all-star. You know, if, if I don't see it as a, a big three in Golden State. But Wiggins, it is a, it's a big three with Wiggins, Clay, and Dre, though. I don't think Draymond's part of the big three. I think it's, it's you have a one-headed monster. That's Steph Curry. And then you have three great secondary pieces to help Steph Curry. I don't think it's a three-headed monster like you had with the Nets, with Kyrie Harden and Kevin well, Durant. And I mean, or with okay, so I guess Davis. maybe a lot of that is is me applying who they used to be because they used to be a three-headed monster, right? Yes. And and it, it, I think now no. you're you're right though. Um, it's Steph's show. <clears throat> Sorry. And uh, a thirty-four. I actually watched a video. Um, Jimmy High Roller, uh, shout out. Shout out again. again he sponsors the he video. He sponsors the, the videos. Um, the videos we put out. All, all the videos that we put out, sponsored by Jimmy High Roller. Um, he was talking about how Steph Curry has the uh, basically the greatest effect on any team ever. Uh, th- I think he has the biggest effect on basketball ever. Well, but I mean, if you if you just look statistically, um, like his his win, like uh, sorry, his wins added, his estimated wins added. Uh, are higher than any other player in the league over the last like four or five seasons. Um, I think actually yeah. career wise was the number. I, I'm I'm definitely misquoting this. Watch the video, guys. Jimmy Harrell is amazing. Don't don't listen to me. Um, but Steph Curry is the basically the most valuable player to any team in the league is basically what he he broke down. Um, and this the way that he can affect winning, and the way that he just adds wins by being on the floor. Um, yeah, you know, and I think it was they they won um, forty three more times than they would have without Steph, like per season. Yeah, that's crazy. Like that's insane. I think LeBron yeah. was second with like thirty five. You know, so LeBron still obviously is still affecting the game. But the Lakers only had thirty five wins. That's what I mean. You know what I mean? Like uh, so <laughs> zero and eighty two. Yeah, um, yeah, that's what I mean. Without LeBron, like they're 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 awful, but. Um, yeah. So, okay, so the question's been coming up a lot now with Steph Curry's fourth ring tying LeBron. Yep. Where does he rank? Is he a top 10 yet? Is he top 10? Honestly, I definitely had that thought. Um, I definitely had that and thought I, where, like, four chips. I say yes. Four chips, one yes. team. Like, that's Jordan stuff, right? Like. Yeah. Um, I, I said yes, but then I go, well, who do I take out? Well, yeah, right. Right? It's like, who, who do I bump out? Are, st- are Steph's 10? four chips... Um, more impressive more than, than like Shaq's or Kobe. Well, Kobe had five, so yeah, yeah but but are, are, are Steph's four more impressive than Kobe's five? I don't think so. You just, so you, do you rate Kobe higher than Steph? I think so. Do you rate Shaq higher than Steph? I think so. Do you rate Shaq higher than Kobe? No. 
I do. No, I don't. I think I think that Shaq to would me, be more dominant. If Shaq had trained as hard as Kobe did, <clears throat> sure, he'd be the goat, like unequivocally. Yeah, I don't know. I, I still think that's what I think. That right, like Shaq the the, is, the and, raw and Shaq talent. Will back me up. Yeah, Shaq will back me up here. Shaq, you know, I think he was the most dominant player to ever play basketball. Yes, yes, but he, you know, he coasted on raw talent in for like the last ten years of his career. Yeah, the raw talent still where Kobe let him coast didn't because Kobe couldn't. Kobe didn't have enough of that raw talent to just coast. He had to be in the gym working hard every day, honing his skills constantly. And to yeah. me, that is the better player. I disagree, but that's it, right? Agree to disagree. Um, so, I mean, it, it's it's to me, it's uh, <clears throat> even if just like you can't stop Shaq, you can't stop. Like, well, you he, could, he's you dropping twenty five, though. Like you could, but yeah, the end. sure. And that's what I mean. Like he, he just he lost his fitness level. Kobe dropped sixty in his last game. Yeah, he still I mean, had it at the end. Like you know, he probably only for one game, but he still had it. The, the thing. Here's the big difference with bigs and guards, is guards are way streakier than bigs are. Yes. Way streakier. You see someone like Giannis or Embiid, and it's just it's twenty five thirty every single night. You see guys maybe like Steph or Harden, or Kobe or Jordan, even. You see games where maybe it's thirty thirty five forty forty five fifty, but then it's twelve. Well, 15, how many 15, how many times do you see 18. a big man get signed to a team in the off season? You hear the phrase, "Well, that's a built in double double." Yeah. Yeah, that guy's a built-in double-double. 20 and 10 every night. It's DeAndre Jordan. Yep. Paul, what he used to no, be. That, that <laughs> with Chris Paul. Oh, man. That, that team that, was... That's... So, okay, can we just take one second and yeah. talk about RIP Lob City? Um, that is a team that was built for the old NBA. Yeah. Um, imagine... And like, then oh, everybody man. learned how to shoot. It was like... Just imagine, Imagine this, the finals... Lob City Clippers versus Bad Boy Pistons. Yeah, like that would have been so sick, right? Like some some like they're they're an old school team, and then like Blake Griffin is a guy who was like the mo- one of the most dominant players in the league, and then had his entire career ripped out from under him when everybody started shooting threes. Yeah, you know he very much is a like, victim oh. of that, and now he's like at the end of his career tried to add a jump shot. It's, it's too late. It's too late now, right? Like, you know, um, a guy who did that effectively is Brooke Lopez. Yes. Um, Brooke Lopez was not a great shooter. Um, he became an okay shooter with the Nets. But the thing with, with yeah, but the thing with Lopez is that he's like, what, 7-1? That's what I mean, right? So you just have, so it's like, like, you have an open shot more often than not anyway, right? Open shot, but also he has more time to develop the jump shot. Yes, yes. You have a guy like Blake Griffin, he's what, 6-8? I think he's six ten. Six nine? He's okay, that's all okay. But still it's like he he's not a guy that's like Let's look it up. throw him in the paint and he'll get a couple blocks. Well him. no, because that's not that was never his game, right? He he exactly. was all but about Brooke the Lopez. athleticism and the and the high flying dunks and you know, he very yeah. much is like like Aaron Gordon, but like bigger and, and yeah. less athletic, you know. But guys like Lopez are always gonna have a spot on a team until they retire. Yeah, I think if you're if you're above seven feet, like you're always gonna have a career, right? You will. He's six nine. Yeah, guys. Yeah, you guys. Yeah, six nine. Six ten in shoes. So there you go. Oh well, Well, that's everything. Lopez is seven two and whatever. (coughs) (coughs) But 
Sorry, COVID. Like, Lopez, it's COVID. Yeah, we, we both have COVID. Yeah, that's why we're away. Not actually. Sorry, I shouldn't say that. No, you shouldn't say that too soon. Too soon. Rip. COVID, um, Ryan. Yeah. Uh, no, but it, guys like Lopez have so much more to offer. Mm-hmm. That's like if if Blake Griffin isn't scoring, what's he doing? He's yeah, that's right. And, and he's he's a he's, not he's a below average defender in the paint. Yeah, below average um, defender, below average dunker at this point in his career. You know, he is basically Jared Sullinger. Yep. Yep. Little little shout out, little piece of uh, there's a guy that the Raptors signed, played for Boston, played really well for a couple seasons, and then I think he signed a four year deal with the Raptors, and I think they let him go after the first season. They just released him. Yeah. It was bad, man. Just, it was bad. Um, he was supposed to be nice. like our our next big power forward that we needed. You know, he was it was like that was the JV, JV Raptors. Um, anyway. If only. We- yeah, uh, I miss JV. Yeah. I must say, can we? I miss, like, I miss him. I miss him now. Especially yeah. now. Um, yeah. Like he really Can't has that. rounded out his game. Go get Mark Gasol and trade him for JV. Trade him for JV. Um, uh, Mark Mar- Gasol for JV and a and a second rounder. Um, yeah, that works. And OG Anobi. Yeah, yeah, that, that probably would it take now. Who apparently wants out? Yeah, that kind of makes me sad. Apparently, there's there's some issues um, there, but I think Nick Durst just kind of runs too tight of a ship for some people. If I'm being yeah, honest, I think it's yeah. I, I I definitely it's. He seems like a kind of guy that like if you fall out of line, then you fall out of the rotation. Like that's it. There's no there's nothing of, said. You just don't yeah. have minutes. And he's definitely a, I think a coach that's like. I don't think works well with star players. Kawhi Leonard would work fine because defen- he was defense first. And it's Kawhi. But I feel like he's different, right? Yeah. Like he's different than like every other star player in the league and that he's like, yeah, I'm just yeah. here to work. What do you want, coach? Yeah, I just want to earn some minutes. Like, I'm cool. Like, can I have some, why, can I have some apples? Why, why did I do Shaq voice? Yeah, I don't know. What do you want? What do you want <laughs> I don't know why you did Shaq voice. I, I, what do you want, coach? I purposely went out of my way to not change my voice. Um... So, <laughs> I watched a video that was like a the evolution of Kawhi's laugh, and it's like every time he's yeah. ever laughed in his whole career, like publicly, and it's actually kind of crazy to hear it. Like that laugh in Toronto, that was like a hearty chuckle for Kawhi. You know, like that was that was real. Like there's been a couple times he's just like, yeah, <laughs> that's that was Kawhi's laugh for a very long time. Quick, quick off topic. Yeah, I was listening to this song. And uh, it shouted out uh, uh, Spud Webb. Yeah. And so uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say a few of the lyrics okay. real quick. I just thought it was awesome. U N Spud Webb coming up short. Think you D Brown jump if you want. I put it on my mama in the very last nerve. I don't know. I just it's not not it's super off topic, but I just yeah I I Spud love Webb I love up when short. people shout out um, like athletes. Uh, one of yeah, my favorite uh, rappers right now is Action Bronson. Yep. And he is, uh, I mean, he's not as big as he used to be, but he was like, you know, probably like 350 pounds, uh, just like a large man. <laughs> I he, thought you meant like, uh, he's not like as popular as he used no, to be. No, 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 I meant like yeah. physically as big. Um, <laughs> he's not as big, he's only like 200 pounds now. Yeah, Yeah, no, like legitimately, he's like 220 now, because um, he's been doing strongman training. Um, but he's a rapper who's also a chef, like a really, really well-decorated chef. So for someone, like, I love cooking, guys. Like, I cook, like, I professionally cooking. as my regular job. So I cook unprofessionally. You cook amateur cooking. Amateur cook. So, um, you know, for me, like, this guy, he's always talking about cooking, and he's talking about rapping. But he also, like, loves to shout out, like, obscure sports. 
So he did yep. a video where it was like, I think it was the 1993 World's Strongest Man final, and he superimposed yeah. his face over the guy that won, Magnus Ver Magnuson. So for the whole <laughs> video, he's rapping while Magnus Ver Magnuson is lifting and his face is on top of it, like rapping. It's, it's amazing. And um, anyway, that's, that's, my little, uh, that's my little bit there. Um, I did want to talk a bit about uh, F1. Okay. Or I don't know if you know anything about F one. Um, well, I know there's there's the one there's the one formula that they use, right? Everybody uses the the same formula. Yeah, that's so, how it yeah. works. Yep. Okay. Yep. That's really Definitely. all I know. So so they have qual so they have qualifying laps. Yep. Like that I do. Qualifying sessions before, and so it's three sessions. The pole position. So that's all I know for obvious reasons. Pole position. One hundred and eighty. Yeah. The same reason it's, I know one hundred and eighty. It's just like I only know. What yeah. the best? That's all I, I only know, know about the best. But so the way the way it works basically is in the first practice, uh, the top fifteen lap times make it to the next round, mm-hmm. and so you just you go around and if you get like you know, whatever you, you want the best lap time, you want the top top fifteen. So sixteen to twenty, then whatever uh, time they get, slowest is last to fastest mm-hmm. obviously. Yep. So twenty to sixteen, and then the second round. Is from 15 to 10. Okay. Those guys get uh, eliminated. Okay. And then the last round uh, starts 1 through 10. Okay. And so it's for any any F1 fans out there. Uh, Fernando Alonso. Before, so the race was on Sunday, but on Saturday he came uh, P2, so second second position. Now Alonso has a crappy car. How crappy? Like a, like a Toyota Camry. Basically, he he has a Toyota Camry. He's a '95 Toyota Camry, and everybody else is in like these Formula One race cars. Exactly, that's exactly. What he it came is. in he's second. In a, wow, that's in, amazing. In, in qualifying, but he's a he's a Formula One <coughs> champion. Yeah, but it's just if if yeah if you follow follow F one, it was quite an exciting weekend. All I know is Lewis Sunday, Hamilton. Lewis Hamilton. He's, he's not good anymore. He's a guy. Yes, he won uh, six in a row. Six championships in a row. He won. Wow. And now he sucks. Is he the GOAT? Well, his cars. He's, he's the best, yeah. He's the best ever. What about Mario Andretti? No. Hamilton's better. Yeah. Hamilton what about and, Michael well, Schumacher? Michael Schumacher? Yeah, what about him? He, he's, he's great, but Lewis Hamilton's better. Okay. Uh, he's more Carry wins, on. more podium, more points, uh, more championships. How much milk, though? Who drank more milk? Um, Kevin Magnuson. Oh, okay. Isn't he the? No. Isn't he a chess player? No, that's Carl. That's Magnus that's, Carlson. Uh, <laughs> Magnus Carlson. Yes, Kevin Magnuson's a F one racer. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, but uh, um, fun fact about Lewis Hamilton, he is the only uh black F one racer in all of F one ever. Yeah, that's why I know who he is. <laughs> Yeah, but I just I think that's crazy that he's the only one mm-hmm. in all F one to ever ever race like that. Uh, that's kind of crazy, and, right? Like, and he's the best. He's amazing. Um, like he's the best to ever do it. So it's. I just think I it's know. weird that they drink milk when they win. Was it the Indy five hundred? Yeah, Indy five hundred. Because it's blue. Indiana. Um, yeah, don't they put it in their shoe and then drink it? No, the, the last I saw it, you get like a these. Uh, like leaves they give you like the the like the giant leaves because oh. you won and then you just drink a bottle of milk 
F1, they have champagne. It's so weird. Well, it, for one of them, they have champagne, but for one of them, it's milk, and I'm pretty sure it's the Indy 500, because yeah. it's, it's, it's has in Indiana. Champagne. Yeah, yeah, I watched the F1, the F1 stuff. I watched it. The, they have champagne. They hit the bottle on the ground, shake it mm-hmm. up, and they spread all over the one, two, and three. The guy in third isn't really a big fan. The guy in two is like, stop spraying me. The guy in one's like, yeah, I just won the race, man. What you got? But yeah, so that's my little F1, F1 blurb. Uh, yeah, in, Indy 500 uh, drinks milk. Yeah, Indy sorry. I just, yeah, yeah I needed to, go. I needed to now you know. confirm that. That's like, just because yeah. it's weird. I know weird stuff. Um, weird stuff. So, to me, drinking milk at the end of a race is weird. Um, out of a leaf. Well, they don't drink it out of a leaf. There's a bottle of That'd milk like a, from like a dairy. And I'm assuming it's because it's in Indianapolis, Indiana, right? Uh, I would imagine they have pretty good dairies in Indiana. I, I mean, I if I if I if I'm milk. if I'm you know sort of hazarding a guess as to why they drink milk randomly, I would imagine it's it has to do with the setting, and everyone else is like, we do champagne. They're like, well, here we don't drink champagne. We got milk. And they're like, <laughs> got milk. All right, bro. Well, don't win, <laughs> I guess. Almond milk. Don't win. That's it. You can't win here. Um, so going back to uh, other sports. Uh, other sports. Uh, F1 is like my strongman. Yeah, yeah, and and I like that we both have like our. Well, I mean, I don't think F1 maybe is as niche as strongman. I think F1 has a lot more no, stuff going on. Yeah, like strongman has just gotten out of car parks now and is now in like uh, arenas Arena. and stuff. I don't know why I said car parks. It's parking <laughs> lots. Um, I think it's because I listen to a lot of British people talk about it. Hello, mate. Uh, yeah, we just yeah. got out of the car park. Um, I actually watched so, this, this new show, uh, UK show. It's called yeah. uh, Afterlife. Okay. Ricky Gervais is the star in it. Uh, I love Ricky Gervais, yeah. And it's it's this awesome show. And I've so, heard it's brilliant. Yeah, um, so uh, uh, like a quick rundown. It's like a dude's wife dies, super mm-hmm. depressed and sad. So now he's mm-hmm. just like super angry at everybody and just super witty yeah. humor. Like uh, yeah. one girl at his work goes, uh, if you could sit down with five people dead or alive, <laughs> and he went dead. <laughs> <laughs> it just it, that cracked me up. Just small stuff like that. But yeah, they say car park. That's what made me think of it. Yeah, go it's to the just, car it, park. It, yeah, go out to the car park. Yeah, and just um, yeah, that's it, strongman is huge in the UK. Yes. Um, Much compared to compared to what it is here, I think you know, I think just because they're they just have an older culture, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like us in North America, we're still only like a couple hundred years old, right? Their 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 culture is like a couple thousand years old. Yeah, exactly. So, like, they've had, they got more time. How many weights can you lift? Yeah, like a- anything. Like, many I weight. think, and, and and because they have that histor- history, like, strongman to me is like old school sports. You know what I mean? Like, that's what they were doing in like the eighteen hundreds for sport. <laughs> yeah. You know, and they're they just also never it's just like it's guys <clears throat> like like no offense to women. I know there are a lot of women. Like strong strong woman. woman is actually incredible, so and, and I think no, I might have to stop you. No, no disrespect to them at all, but guys in general just like lifting things. I'm like, look, I can lift more things that are heavier than you can, and I'm like, no, yeah, I think actually I'm going to train and then lift more things than you can. To you, right? Testosterone just makes you a little bit competitive. That's basically what, what strongman is: is like trying to show other guys that you can lift more than them. Yeah, and it's it's really funny because there's a lot of like um, some guys will try to play mental games too. Yeah. So like they'll come in in warm-ups and be like lifting crazy numbers and then they like have burnt themselves out and they go to the competition and they can't lift and they lose. 
Yeah. You know, because they're trying to, like, ego up and, and show guys that they're the most dominant ones, and then they get too fired up for it. And, yeah, oh, that happens okay, a lot. Real quick. Another off yeah. topic. Sorry. I'll give, I'll give you my train of thought here. Uh, yep. so, uh, so you went from saying how they lift weights, like heavy weights before, and, and burn they themselves out. That reminded me of when you and I play basketball, how we're always trash yep. before in warm-ups and then turn it on yep. to, you know, on purpose. Yep. Which yeah, brought I think me that for you and I, it's like adrenaline. Anyway, continue. Yeah, well, brought me back, and then that brought me to basketball, which brought me to last night. I was playing tennis with my uh, with a few of my friends, and I looked to my left where the basketball court is, and I see my friend, and his name's Danny. And I used to work with Danny at uh, a place, <laughs> and uh, we'd always say, "No, hey, we got a one v one." I was like, "Bro, I'll sauce you up." <coughs> I was like, nah, man, nah. And he's tall. Like, he's like 6'2", six, 6'3". Six, he can dunk and whatever. He's, he's, he's good. And so I'm like, yo, Danny, what's up? Bro? I was like, yo, come on. One v one me right now. Now, I hadn't played in like six months to a year at this point. Like at all. And I'm like, okay, fine. You're, you're going to kill me. Anyways, just sliced the dude up. Sluttered him. No chance. Carved him. Carved him up. And then just like, okay, man, got to go. Have fun. Catch you later. It's like, hit me up sometime. He's like, yeah, okay. Yeah, and it's frustrating playing 1v1 with you because, like, you know, I know I've said this plenty of times to you. Like, my game does not translate well to a 1v1. No. I'm a point guard. Yeah. That's what I am. Um, you know, I've accepted it now. I used to I used to play center as a kid because I was the fat kid, right? Yeah. But I'm not a center. I can pass really well. You know, like, I have good vision. I play good on-ball defense. Like, I'm a point guard. Like, I'm very much a power forward. That can... Like, a, you're a stretch four. I'm a stretch That's four. A, with 100 passing like it's i'm not like it's having five give him the ball in the paint i'll do something with it step back a bit maybe a bit in the wing whatever in the corner Mm -hmm. but i'm not going to be running the offense but i love i love playing point guard i love just dishing out nice passes so it's difficult for me playing 1v1 and trying to find my own shot (laughs) also i'm like 250 pounds and yeah i've lost 20 pounds by the way man Pounds oh, nice. So far, so I know I'm Good on you. living life. Good on you. 250. But that's still a lot bigger than most people that my age that play basketball. It's like, sure, you're 6'2", yeah. 6'3", but you're also like 180 pounds. Well, that's like me, even. Like, I'm not that tall, but I'm no. thick. Um, but it's like, even you, you know, and I now, like, I, I, can, I can down. box you, box you, I can box you up. Yeah, right? I'm not used to it. I'm not used to box not being up. able to just, like, throw you around. Um, and it, it's ma- it's had to force me to get a little bit more creative. Um, yeah, which is nice. I've, I've had to work on my shot a little bit more. Yeah, we're, um, we're definitely old men now. Just Yeah, we have old, game of tennis? old man games. Yeah, <laughs> well, tennis, tennis well, you, you killed me in tennis, though. It was on um, a pickleball. Not only that, my knees were killing me the next yeah. day. Like, my knees and my calves and my ankles, like, there's just so much back and forth and back and forth and it's forward so and backwards fast. and lateral movement, and it's all so fast. And I'm surprised I didn't actually roll anything. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm thankful that I didn't roll anything or didn't hyperextend anything, didn't strain anything. It was just high impact. Sorry, I was sorry. The next morning, it was like, oh, man. Yeah, but I'm, I'm going to give another shout-out to... Uh, tennis. This Tennis, but yes, this Russian dude who was playing tennis beside us. Mr. Beast. And, yes, Mr. Beast, the Russian tennis player. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was a tennis coach, it looked like, and he had a few people there. And so the tennis balls we had f- were from, like, Dollarama, and they had no bounce. Yeah. And yeah. this guy had, like, 200 over there. I was like, bro, I want to go ask him. Like, <coughs> if I just borrow a ball. So I went over to him. I was like, hey, can I borrow a ball? And, no, again, no disrespect to the Russian accent, but I'm going to butcher it. He, what? What? And I'm like, can I borrow a ball? You know, tennis ball, I'm trying to, like, show him. He's not understanding. He goes, oh, okay. Uh, as long as return. 
That's really bad. I'm not even going to attempt it. Just as long yeah, as long as long as return. As long as you return it. Yep. As long as return. I was like, okay. And dude was so awesome. He was so happy. I was like, thank you, bro. That's sick. Went back. So he just like let you use like sick tennis balls. Yeah, and it was actually so dope. And then he gave it back, and he's like, head nod. I was like, thank you, bro. Dude was sick. Dude was jumping up so high and just like spiking the serve. It's like, Pfft. and I'm That's over sick. here like underhanding it. <laughs> Man, the underhand is underrated, bro. It, it's it's low key, low key. The, the underhand is underrated because the arc is nice, but not only that, it doesn't come off as hard as you're expecting it. Like especially if you're used to an overhand serve. Yeah. Comes off a little softer, and sometimes you don't expect it. Yeah, amateur uh, tennis underhand soft. Underhand is, is, yeah. is the way to go, maybe. Back yeah. on top. Back on topic here, yeah. real quick. Christian Wood to the Mavs. That happened. Yes, um, big move. You know, I think we all kind of knew Christian Wood was going to uh, get moved this off season, especially after some of the stuff that happened this season. You know, with him, you know, like what is it? He just refused to check in. Or something like yeah, that. I can't remember. I like, yeah, no, there was a there was a lot of drama in Houston this year. I think they kind of um, try to keep him under wraps as much as possible. Houston did. So yeah, I think it was I think it was time for Christian Wood to move on um, to the Mavericks. So that'll be nice. Um, yep. Luca and Christian they Wood. Got, uh, I mean, they got an okay return. Uh, Boban Marjanovic, Marquise, Chris, Trey Burke, Sterling Brown, and the number twenty six draft pick in the draft. Yeah, like that's a that's a decent haul for Christian Wood. Yeah, it's def- um, it's definitely uh, it could go either way here. If Christian Wood bombs, oh wow, nice Houston, you won the trade. If Houston picks some, you know, bust at twenty six, it's like oh okay. But even still, I think Houston right now is looking to just you know sort of develop their young talent now. Yeah. Um, you know, try and get uh, was it Kevin Porter Jr. and um, Jalen Green. Green. Yep. Yeah, so get these guys their touches, get them some veteran guys that, you know, have been around, and have been around. Luka Doncic have been around, you know. As well, right? <clears throat> that too, right? So you have Boban now, who, like, he's not... Boban is not anything spectacular, but he no, is... No, but he, he, can, he can start. He's above average. He's he a starter start, yeah. in the league. Um, so, yeah, I think that's a, I think that's good for a, for a young... Uh, Rockets team that really has no aspirations of winning next season anyway. Yeah, and get I, another pick, restock Mavs, the cupboard. Mavs now have like uh, uh, the Luka guy, have whatever he's about. Yeah, that guy. Uh, Christian Wood. They have uh, Spencer Dinwiddie. Yeah, they have. Yeah. They have a, so, a squad coming along, bro. They have a they have a decent little uh, it, little yeah. squad coming together. You so. heard Bradley Beal requested a trade? No, I did not. Yeah, he finally requested a trade. Wow. And then wow. he apparently proceeded to say that. I already know where I'm going. I'm not gonna tell anyone until it happens. Wow. So that they're saying the top two spots are Boston and the Kings. The Kings would be moving the fourth overall pick and some other pieces for Beal. We'd have Fox, Beal, and Sabonis. Do it. Do it. Then do it. Boston. Do it. Do it. Boston apparently is looking as well at moving someone to get Beal. And see, for me, if I am a pro athlete, um. A lot of my life and a lot of my decisions, I think, would be based on weather. Yeah. If I yeah. So if I have a choice between moving to Sacramento or moving to Boston, that's just that's an easy win for Sacramento. Yeah. I just don't I, I don't know how much I like. I mean, Fox beyond Sabonis. <laughs> he plays defense. Well, yeah, that's that's it, that's, that's it right? Um, and not only that, like Beal, how how many games is he really going to give you? I think um, with Fox and Sabonis, 82. 
You think? Because he's been like a like a fifty-five game a season guy for a while now. Yeah, but when you had to play forty minutes a game and do everything, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll see. I mean, it could be an interesting experiment. But if he goes to Boston, then like, how does that work? Yeah, because I mean, it's it, Beal plays the one, Brown at the two, or do you do like a a two? Well, and three, then, so you have you have Derek White and Marcus Smart right now. Yeah, it's it's tough. You know, and I think right now Boston has a great core. Yeah. They need they need a star big. So he, so I have something for Sacramento here. Okay, this is my, my solution. Well, maybe not though with Rob Williams. You, you never know, right? Like, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's like it's yeah, it, it's it's tough with Boston. Maybe more bench depth is really what they need. Just like mad bench depth. Yeah. Um. So anyway, so Sacramento. Here's here's what I see could happen if I'm Sacramento. This is what I'm trying to do here. <coughs> so. Sacramento knows OG probably wants out of Toronto or that he's more mm-hmm. available than he was previously. Mm-hmm. So I think you have De'Aaron Fox, who you keep, obviously. You have yeah. uh, Davian Mitchell and Sabonis. Those yeah. three you keep. Uh, maybe Holmes for the season. but uh, I don't think so, though. Like Holmes' value just tanked the moment Sabonis yeah. showed up. Yeah. So um, Sabonis is just a better version of Rashawn Holmes. I mean, Rashawn, yeah, Rashawn Holmes gets... Like, Rashawn Holmes running. doesn't bring you much on defense. If he's not scoring, he's not doing much. And same with Sabonis, he just scores at a much higher level, right? So, so he, here's, so they make the Beal trade. Okay, they give the fourth overall pick and say, like, I don't know. Like, just, it's... They throw him whatever else. Josh Jackson, whatever. Da- Dante, Steven Senso. Yeah. Now, I think what they do is they trade Harrison Barnes and Rashawn Holmes with... A first from next year to the Raptors for OJ and Anobi. And I think that would do it. I think it would. You get a center. And, and I think that would be a good a trade for the Raptors, too. So now you have. I would. So you have, now you have Fox at the one, Davion Mitchell at the two, OJ and Anobi. I guess we'll do for Beal. Put Beal at the two. Uh, yeah. And then you have <coughs> OJ and Anobi at the three. At the four, you have Sabonis. At the, I mean, or the five, you have Sabonis. Right, and you move OG to the th- the th- four and try to do a, sh- and then a play stretch game. Davion Mitchell, at, or you could even play Bradley Beal at the three. Realistically, yeah, like in it's it would like it, it, you'd need <coughs> to either find a big man, and maybe the Ro- maybe the Rockets would be be willing to give up Maravich. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know if he if that's someone I don't think they're they're around. Like, like again, like we said, like that's not a guy that's gonna you know really. But he's enough that like, you can. But if you're a team that's looking to stock the cupboard, do you want a guy that's enough that's going to maybe win you a couple extra games this season? Like, yeah. yeah. Or would you rather just give the ball, give give the keys to your offense to your two young players that you think you know can be something in the future? Yeah. And then you know basically remove anybody else from the equation that can play basketball, so these guys can just they can get all the touches, all the minutes, really, really um, hyper like power level them basically, power level these guys. Get all their skills up. Get their badges up. You know, um, all that stuff. Get that. Yeah. Get that. Uh, was it flexible release? It's my yep. favorite badge. <laughs> okay. Um, well, wait. I'm gonna I'm gonna rechange. I'm gonna change the trade we have here. Okay. Okay. So Bradley Beal and Thomas Bryant. Okay. Go to the Kings. Yep. For uh, um, the fourth, fourth overall. Fourth overall pick. And I'm going to go crazy and say Davion Mitchell. Okay. Okay. And then <coughs> you have OG Ananobi 
going for Barnes and Holmes. Barnes and Holmes and a first from the following year. Mm-hmm. And that gives you a starting lineup of Fox, Beal, OG, OG, Sabonis, Thomas Bryant. Which is nasty. It is nasty. If if Bryant can stay healthy and Or you go for Daniel Gafford. Or the centers that like Thomas Bryant, Veron Carey Jr., Daniel Gafford. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is like we're we're in a position KP. with big men where if you're not like basically top three, top four, you're replacement level. Yeah, that's there. A- there's there's so much of a drop off between the top tier centers and like, really that, that next that next crop. But for a team like this, all you you don't need a Rob Williams or you don't need a Pascal. You don't need like a big like four or five. You don't need a big name like Bam Adebayo. No, you, you, just, you just need a guy who can play. Like, you just need a guy who's who's not gonna be. Yep. A liability and on you, defense, basically. You need, not even just li- you need a lockdown center at defense. Like, mm-hmm. defensively, lockdown center. And then you have Ojan Arnobi, who I think still has potential to be a deploy candidate in the future. I yep. think with that, holstering the uh, the defensive load with Fox, mm-hmm. Beal, and Sabonis, that's a nasty team. Yeah, man. That's and and I, I'd love to see it, because honestly, I'd love for the Kings to win. Uh, there's something about um, purple teams... Yes, I love purple. If you got purple in your jersey, I'm in. Like, <clears throat> you know, I kind of, I don't follow college sports at all, but if I did, I'd be an LSU Tigers fan because those purple jerseys are nasty. So. Nasty, nasty. Um, I love them. So, um, yeah, I want the Kings to win uh, for the same reason I kind of want the Lakers to win because that purple is nasty. Yeah. Um, so I'm going, we're going to wrap it up real quick here. Uh, but, you know, just real quick, a couple highlights. Tampa beat... Uh, Colorado last game, 6-2. They mm-hmm. take the only game that they've so far in the series. So Colorado's still up 2-1. to one. Yep. Uh, Pacers reject trade from Lakers involving Westbrook. So it was Westbrook, Tinhorn, Tucker, and a first for Brodkin, which I think wow. would be interesting. That's just yeah, I mean, but I, I think that's a bad trade for both teams. Uh, for the Pacers. Um. So that you have that. Um, but before we wrap up, I want to do a little game. Okay. I want to play a game. Uh, building. Do you, play a game? do you building the ideal player? For which sport? Basketball. Okay. So I'm gonna Wayne say Wayne Gretzky's shooting. I'm gonna say. <laughs> uh, then you want David Price, the pitcher's accuracy. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say all time, not just current or okay. anything like that. All okay. time, all time players. So let's start with size, body, not just size, but body. Whose body are you taking here? Because I'm, Be I'm saying, I'm saying LeBron James. Yeah, yeah. Size, body, I, I think for me, Giannis, he's right healthy. Now. Like prime LeBron. Yeah. Like we're gonna go prime for all these guys. Prime Miami yeah. LeBron. Yeah, for me, it's 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 prime current day. Okay. Right now, Giannis. Let's, let's write this down here so we can keep, uh, keep track. Yeah. It's like six eleven, just a wall of muscle. Stupidly athletic, crazily quick off his feet, um, and I mean I know it's it, LeBron has basically all those same attributes. Just Giannis is three inches taller, like you know. Yeah. But also like ten pounds lighter, so I guess. I mean that's kind that of right? crazy. <clears throat> so we have for me I have LeBron's body. Yeah. By the way, you can't pick the same player twice. That's gonna be a rule. Yep. Um, IQ. LeBron James. LeBron James for you. That's tough. It's tough next. I kind of want. I kind of want LeBron. Uh, IQ. 
I'm going to have to take Chris Paul. Okay. I was surprised you didn't say Kobe. Eh. Ah, uh, Kobe. I, I, I. It's not fair because I know what's coming up next. <laughs> I'll tell you what's coming up next too. That way it's fair. Oh, okay. I'm gonna have uh, body, IQ, shooting, passing, defense, mentality. Okay. So yeah. So body, IQ, shooting. Got gotcha. you. Okay. Okay. Pass passing. Yeah. So passing up next here. John Stockton. Um. Chris Paul. Yep, fair enough. Uh, shooting, Steph Curry. Reggie Miller. Uh, defense. Michael Jordan. Kawhi Leonard. Mentality. Kobe. Kobe Bryant. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as you said mentality, I was like, oh, okay, I get it now. <laughs> I understand why you didn't say Kobe. <laughs> okay, so my player has the body of LeBron, Chris Paul IQ, John Stockton passing. So, so far we have just LeBron James. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then Steph Curry shooting, MJ defense, Kobe mentality. Yeah, and I feel like I built just a bigger version of the same player. Yeah. In a 1v1, I think... Okay, list off your guys again. Um, Giannis body. So what? Giannis's body. Yep. Uh, LeBron's IQ. Yep. Passing. Chris Paul's passing. Yep. Reggie Miller shooting, right? Reggie Miller shooting. Defense. Kawhi. Kawhi. Mentality. Kobe. So, I mean, if you're cherry-picking from, like, all of the best players, obviously you're going to make one super player that basically is the best, right? Yeah, so I think 1v1, I, I, I think I, my guy wins that, so. Oh, we'll see, because it's like, you know, the, the, the height advantage is definitely going to take Okay, so we're going to do this, and uh, we're definitely going to build a player. Build so what we're going to do next time we hang out is we're going to yeah. make a team, 15 yeah. of these players. So 15 of my guys against 15 of your guys, all the same player. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I think uh, we should go through and actually look at these players that stats. we've listed specific stats in these categories. And take those yeah. ones. Yeah, and yeah, then and we'll take see, those stats and see who we'll wins use, the five so. on five. Because like I might have, you know, I might have screwed up here. Like you know, they're they're probably our better guys. Like if I'm looking at defense specifically, like Kawhi's amazing. But if I'm looking at just purely defensive stats, that being said though, Kawhi's stats for post defense and perimeter defense they are very them. high. So you can have guys that are lockdown perimeter defenders, but are terrible in the post, right? Yeah. So you kind of need a, a mixture of the both. But then which body, is why I think wing players, big yeah. wing players, are running the league and will for the next little while. Body is like you know speed, agility, height, yeah, weight, yeah, wingspan, everything. Yeah, how good their kissing is. Uh, LeBron James, uh, best oh, kisser. I, I, I would have picked Tom Brady if that was the case. Yeah, he's a good kisser. Um, uh, also, one quick thing just before we run away. Uh, Kenny Atkinson was supposedly was announced yes. that he yes. was accepting the role as the Hornets head coach. Uh, then the Warriors won a championship, and he was like, uh, nah, now, I'm out. Now, I'm, I'm going to stay here. Here's my thought with that. Do you think Golden State's like, hey, Steve Kerr might be gone at 3-5. to five. Can you wait? Will you take it? 
We yeah, and I mean, I feel like they were like, "Hey, Steve Kerr might be gone in a couple years." Yeah, like we t- like like, like I, I, to... I could see him gone earlier than three years. Yeah, depends. Um, if I they think win, right. Like if... well, but I think right now, like you know, his health has been an issue the last couple years. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and what does he have? What else does he have to prove? Yeah, is he the most winning? Like, is he like one of the best? Oh, like. Most I know Bill Russell. Well, just 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 like the way he came into the league, though. Right? Yeah. Like the as a coach, he showed up and they just started winning. But is he the most winning? Right. Win, what's the word? Winningest winning. Winningest coach. Yeah, person. He has nine uh, well, championships. I mean, he's nine chips. Yeah, like between was it, five as a player and four as a coach. Uh, um, yeah, I don't think yeah, that's correct, but um, I think it's vice versa, isn't it? No. No, it's five 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 as a player, four as a coach. Yeah, that's right. Um, nine. Yeah, because he won three with the Bulls, and right? Two. And then two with San Antonio? Yep. Yeah, yeah. so that's, that's five. And then <coughs> four. He has nine in his career. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I know Bill Russell, 11, whatever. I don't count half of those. Yes, they're real, but not really. I don't know. It's That's a tough... It's, clearly not everyone values those championships. Otherwise, he'd be the GOAT. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's not just... Like it's me though. Odd. I hate Bill yeah. Russell. Like it's it's. Yeah, no, it's. Everyone I mean, is, I think they're the modern era. Um, definitely more important. Is more important than the fifties and sixties. You know, like say what you want. Yeah, that was the foundation of of basketball and what we have today. Yeah. But um, if you look at a guy like like George Mikan, George Mikan uh, arguably uh, had more of an effect on the league than Bill Russell did, as far as if we're looking at today's league, right? Like. George Mikan basically invented the the stretch center. Yeah, um, I think the and, two players and, and advocated for the for the big man and and you know. Yeah, the two players that I think changed the game the most, Michael Jordan, Steph Curry. Hmm. Jordan. Yeah, maybe. Jordan I mean, made I think it for, as far as like making it sexy. Well, just changing the like look how much like it's the two big cultural changes happened when Jordan mm-hmm. came in the league in '84. Oh, okay, we can have just one guy dominate the ball. Like it became a new like like even like like I know Scotty Pippen said trashing MJ but MJ came in and you go and see kids out playing ball in the street and it's oh absolutely one guy icing everybody he changed the game that way then Curry comes in oh nine I think it is and mm-hmm. now three point shooting is just like the thing to do if you can't shoot a three you're trash so in terms of changing the game and revolutionizing it, I think that Michael Jordan and Steph Curry have been the two biggest influences on NBA basketball and basketball well, in general. If we want to double, I'm just going to double, triple down on George Mike in here. Um, he was one of the uh, commissioners of the ABA. Yep. He single-handedly invented the dunk contest. Um, Which no one he likes. He brought dunking into the league. Yeah. Um, you know, like, George Mikan is the OG OG, like... For real, I think it was like '60s and '70s. He basically slowly but surely shaped the league into what it's become today. Yeah, I just think it's fascinating. Jimmy Highroller again is all of my information. So guys, yes. just go like and subscribe and yes. do all the stuff that you need to do for him because we pill for his content for content. So um, that's that's all the time. I think that's the serious sports show, guys. Uh, it's been super long, serious, long episode, super sports, but, uh, longer episode. But you know, like that kind of is us trying to make up for the fact that we've been gone for a minute. So, so and, and um, we've had some big stuff. So we'll, we'll, yeah. we might be back. Well, we will be back next week. We'll, with, we'll be uh, back next re- week with something. Rec rejects. Something something. Something something something. Rec League rejects. That's a show. This is a show. Serious sports show. Um, Reese's pieces. Yeah. Um, Animals. 
Hey, hey, hi, animals. Hey, hey. Hoi, hoi, mm-hmm. um, Peace. So, yeah, guys. Bye. I love you forever. Bye. See you. See you never. Peace.